0: What's up, bros and babes? Zach from Bros Bibles and Beer here. I'm recording this in my car outside of the church I attend during the family movie night. They're showing Elf right now, so it just started. I'm really praying, hoping that Buddy finds his dad. Fingers crossed. In this episode, though, we have an old friend of mine, David Millsap. He's somebody who I played in a band with for multiple years. We got to go to Europe. And so that was the foundation of our relationship. He's somebody who believes what he believes hard. However, he did experience a big theological shift. And that changed how he viewed people and how he treated other people, or at least is striving to treat other people. And we explore that. Part of that shift is a move from what most people would call dispensationalism or waiting for the rapture or God to rescue his people, to a full-on preterist, which is somebody who believes that all of prophecy and revelation and all the, all those biblical prophecies have been fulfilled. So it's a mix of personal experience and application and theological discussion, which really excites Scott. So here's what happens. This episode verges on the long because there's some really good discussion And that discussion continued. So what I did is I chopped some of the discussion at the end for this episode to clean it up a little bit. But I included it in a bonus episode coming out soon. Look for that. Which is unedited discussion, more theological discussion between Dave and Scott mostly, but also Jeff and I. And so these two episodes back-to-back will have a little something for everyone so please remember to rate and review us on itunes you can find us on your favorite podcasting app as well as itunes follow us on twitter like us on facebook and follow us on instagram all at brosbiblesbeer. bibles beer and the website as always is bbbpod.com and that has show notes and resources and pictures that we take during the episodes Let's go catch a preterist.
1: Scott, would you open the door? Heck no.
2: Open the door. Heck no. (laughs) Open the door, Scott. Okay, come in,
1: Tom. (laughs) (laughs) I can't get enough I'm living in the city. Zach, press record.
0: Uh, You're right there. This is me? Yeah, you sit down. Are you serious?
1: You have to hold the mic with your hand. Are you serious? Yeah, Jeff, serious. Jeff.
0: I thought you liked to hold and Jeff. stand.
2: Sometimes you like to hold and you? stand.
1: Yeah. Okay. You want to sit down okay. all the time?
2: Alright, all right. but it, we are in such a, a small space now. Are you we complaining? So you can pace back and forth. Here. Yeah, there's a coaster for you right there. And beer. And there's
0: this is beers. Where sit. That's where he sits. What's you can put those headphones, headphones on if you like.
3: Sit them down. Alright, tell me the rules We're about how far away I can go and how many
0: decibels I have to talk. Uh, 40 and not far. Uh, I have no idea. Be on the mic to order to get comfortable, but be on the mic.
3: It's gonna be a weird one. I can feel it. <sighs> well, I'm gonna watch my piece of juice. It's already hot. Already hot. Let's
2: take a shit. I, wore, I, I wore my slippers. I wore I my, my sword. Slippers. Well,
1: you might not need that because these guys don't really want to read the Bible. So So how are you guys doing? How's it going? How's it going? Uh, It's Thanksgiving Eve. Boom. Boom. I'm on on vacation. Boom. That sounds like a good time. Boom. It was Thanksgiving Eve.
2: Yes. So when this comes out, I'll be in the middle of my vacation. You'll be in the middle of boom town. Yeah. As an elementary school teacher, winter vacation for me is five weeks long. Can you open me? I can, the,
0: open, open? I can open you, Zach. Open me up, Scott. I don't Scott. know what that means. Well, <clears throat> you're a literalist, so <clears throat> that means yeah. what it sounds like. Would you like. like
1: a Yellow Snow IPA by Rogue Brewing Company? I would like a Yellow
0: Snow IPA by Rogue Brewing Company.
1: I will accomplish that, hopefully.
0: So right off the top, I do want to give a little credit. Or a, little, a couple shout outs. This guy, Matt Vest, on Twitter, at Matt Vest twenty one. He said recently, Hey at Bros Bibles Beer, love your podcast. Thanks for being awesome.
3: Are you guys carried in Hawaii too?
0: We are. A couple there's a couple <laughs> stations. So uh what are these hand signals? Do you guys not care about Matt? No, I do. I,
2: I appreciate that he we he thinks we are awesome. Whose glass are you hijacking right now for I'm that asking
1: beer? you if this is your glass. That's mine. Jeff, you don't understand when I point to my chest and I point to your glass and say, is this yours, with my lips, you don't understand what that means? You know what?
2: Do whatever you got to do. Pour the beer. This always happens.
0: I always give you guys <laughs> the straight glasses with no shape. I prefer the, the glasses with the shape like a lady. Uh-oh. So that's how you know you so like because ladies like shapes. I don't know what shape that is, Scott. What's this? What kind of a human animal would you describe this shape as, Jeff? Hyena. A ballend. A, a ballend. <laughs> <laughs> what, what the hell is a ballend? A
2: bell. End. Oh. Doy. Okay. Sorry, Zach. We cut you off.
1: Yeah. Can you can you repeat We're Mr. Vest over? Yeah. No,
0: re- repeat Mr. Vest's He just said, Love your podcast. Thanks for being awesome. So thank you, Matt Vest. Thanks, Matt. Yeah, thanks, Matt. Also, this goes back a little bit, but I don't think we ever read it. At Jettison Inc., it's a blog that you should check out where he's basically rewriting the Bible.
1: Yeah, borderline heresy. If but it's full on, heresy.
0: plenty of pop culture references and whatnot. So, but he said, "I'm calling it at Bros Bibles Beer is my favorite podcast." Said the agnostic with no credibility. Ooh, okay, take back
1: the heresy thing then. If he's gonna say we're the best podcast, so. thanks,
0: Mister Ink. But but probably probably partial heresy. Yeah. But you like you like passing out heresy. Do I? Like How it's about? candy. Do I? <laughs> you just pass out heresy to children on Halloween? I
1: Oh, yeah. I put razor blades all up in that heresy.
0: Define heresy, Scott.
1: <laughs> yeah. Oh, ooh. Yeah, oh, it's a good re- one. Quickly, though. Yeah, quickly. So a heresy would be anything that is not in accord with Uh-oh. what God has revealed to us.
3: Who's us? <laughs> the world? This is not supposed to be uh, deep or... <laughs> The world, because I know God's revealed several things to different people. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. Like th- what? Do like you mean? Joseph Smith. God's revealed to him some stuff. You know that God has revealed the things to Joseph Smith. No, he knows that, and his followers okay. know that. Yeah. So I would call that heresy. You would call it that. Oh, that's what I said. Yeah.
1: Crap. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> that's awesome. Zach, do you think that... that <laughs> so, Zach, do you think that people can say something that is not what God has revealed? That is a, not only that, something that God has not revealed, but that is... But ag- also true? No, but that is against what God has revealed. It c- directly contradicts what God has revealed.
0: I would suppose that's possible. However, we can't... Really
1: know that whether or not we can know it, do people say things that are contrary to what is God's revelation to us, the truth about himself
0: given that we can't know it with a hundred percent certitude, God does not exist, yeah,
1: so if i say i mean wait what if if I say God does not exist, is that heresy or is that? Oh, that's, that's great. That's your opinion. And, uh, you know, we can't, we can't know whether or not God exists. So I guess I just have to say,
0: I don't know. I can't call it heretical. No, I just say it's that person's opinion. What is... I'll th- leave you to pass out heresy to him or her. What is, what is that? Well, but just, just the
1: idea of heresy existing at all, though, is what I'm, what I'm getting at.
0: Yeah, it's just it exists, but it, the line, the bar well, so moves. It's a moving bar based on who's doling out the heresy. Yeah. So we have to fr- we have to forget.
1: So I'm I'm trying to get at real.
3: Well, isn't actuality. heresy a judgment against a belief, and that judgment has to be against a position that a group holds as truth?
0: Yeah. So it's a moving bar. Well, no, a it doesn't. Line. It doesn't have but to who's be. Who's
3: heresy? The Roman Church of Rome's heresy, or. Scott Holbert's heresy yeah, Orthodox Eastern yeah. Church or... Well
0: no, no,
1: it's not it's not about what I what I think is true and everyone else is a heretic. That's not what I'm saying at all. But just the idea of
3: heresy existing at all, though, is what I is what I'm asking. So would you just consider heresy a non truth?
1: Heresy, by definition, would be something that is not not true, correct?
3: Wait, not that is not not true, but so something going under the guise of being uh, religious or pertaining to religion, or more specific, the Bible, um, but being not true. Correct.
0: Okay. Hey guys, my head is spinning. I know because Slow every everyone
1: has everyone is correct.
0: Yeah, that's what I live by. That's what it sounds like. Yeah. Wait a minute. Why do you think I, voted? I missed
3: the first meeting?
0: What do you think I voted Jeff in to be an overseer?
3: There you go. It's crazy. So I don't, I guess I don't know your stance, Zach, from uh, last time I saw you eight years ago. That was a while ago. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Speaking
3: well, of that, we have Dave as a guest today. How's it going,
0: Dave? It's going well. That's great. Not just any Dave, Dave Millsap, David Jotham Millsap. Is that still correct? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Um, Yeah, Dave and I go way back. We played in a band together. We bought our first property together. That could also be heard in Hawaii. It was in Hawaii or Hawaii, depending on how you want to pronounce that. Hawaii. Hawaii. And uh, we played in a band together and lived together. I said that. We did lots of stuff. We probably got a dog drunk once or twice. Rusty did that. Okay. Well, I was going to leave it ambiguous, but if you're going to name names. Yeah. That was that was good time. So Dave's back in town for Thanksgiving, visiting family. He's from Kentucky now. Would you say you're from Kentucky no. now? You still say you're SoCal? Yeah. We'll let people judge your accent, and they can make their own judgments on that, maybe?
3: Okay.
2: Yeah.
1: So you changed your shirt, I see. Mm -hmm. Um, Is that
3: for a particular reason, Dave? Yeah, I'm on a podcast and I wanted to wear something with a collar.
1: And (laughs) and and
0: buttons.
3: Yeah, it's very professional.
1: You you. do
0: know this is not a video podcast. And and in fact, to your left is our own Jeff Pearson wearing (laughs)
1: sweatpants (laughs) and slippers. (laughs) slippers. He just woke up on the couch.
2: (laughs) (laughs) You know what? It's comfort. It's comfort. That's all it is.
0: Yeah. Well, you look comfortable.
2: I am comfortable. Yeah.
0: And you're comfortable to hug too.
2: Let's get let's get this party going. I like your shoulder on my chest. Okay. <laughs> Wait, Dave, I have a question for you just to Can you look at Dave when you talk to him get please? Get things going. So, going back let's say 15, how old are you? 38. Okay. So 15 18 years ago, if you could Give a piece of advice worldly and spiritually to your, let's say, your 18 year old self or 20 year old self. What advice would you give your 20 year old self?
3: Well, if I took that advice, I wouldn't be who I am today. So, well, play I don't for know. pretend. Okay.
0: For pretend. Um, not know. to be
3: a hypocrite, I'd probably want to practice what I preach a little more strictly. <laughs> yeah. And you did preach a lot. Oh yeah, I, I am as Steve Greg says the uh, the world's best, most uh,
0: authority on my own opinion. Who Who is Steve Greg? Let me try that again. Steve Greg. Who's? <laughs> don't pronounce his G. Is that how you do it, Scott? Steve Greg.
1: Well, you pronounce one of them, not the. T- not, if it's an ending G, you don't pronounce Greg. it.
3: Greg.
0: Then it would be Steve Ray. Steve Greg. is a Bible
3: teacher out of uh, Marietta.
0: You're good.
2: Or
3: Southern California.
2: Yeah. So is that the worldly advice or the spiritual advice? Worldly advice? Um, stay in school. <laughs> <laughs> school is for uh,
3: cool. <laughs> <We need laughs> Look at me.
2: We need some old NBC commercial <laughs> where they to do that. Stay in school. And there'd be stars on the... TV with... Or don't start little, school. Don't no, start no, waste time in school. <laughs> One of those
1: two. Don't learn the thing that wants... Don't learn the thing that uh, starts you to uh, want to learn more. Because then you just never end learning.
3: I wish
0: I focused on myself
3: a lot less. Mm. If I could go back in time.
0: Would you call yourself self-centered? Yes. Yes. And what about back then, though? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> just kidding. <Yeah. laughs>
2: so... Really, if, if you would have said, you know, I was self-centered back then, would you have gone back and said, you know what, focus on other people?
3: And... Yeah, yeah, I would definitely focus on putting other people before myself. That would have changed a lot of things, I imagine.
2: So where are you today with that? Obviously, I would hope not self-centered. Less self-centered. So where is the where are you focused elsewhere uh, in terms of like on others? in your life
3: um well it helps having a, a wife and two kids little that, balance. that changes a little perspective um but still getting the old um a bachelor life and and my time and uh, my interests off of the table and focusing on others and just not just my family but you know how i spend my time and and finances um other than entertaining myself um, I think is an important thing.
0: I, that sounds like a judgment against me playing video games in front of my kids. Is that what you're saying? In front are, of them? Are you or judging me them? right now? If you're
3: playing with them.
0: No. Oh, yeah. I don't let them play. Yeah. yeah. It's, How are they going to help me play Destiny? They never win. So
3: I think it's an epidemic
0: in America. Destiny? <laughs> Entertainment.
1: Uh, yeah. There's a book called "Entertained to Death.
0: How'd I they come it. up with that one? That's our podcast motto, actually. <laughs> okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay.
2: You're gonna have so
0: much fun listening to us, you're gonna die.
2: Okay, so I can I, I kind of hear this standard, uh, this standard, this expectation that you have, which is good. You know, as a married man um, and a father, so when you when you are home or when you come home. And you've got your kids. Uh, I assume they're around, uh, how old are they? Two and five. So they're running around somewhere. Um, What is that when you say, uh, you know, you're not going to entertain. You're not going to entertain yourself, not focus on yourself. So what does that look like um, as a father when you uh, walk through the door? Probably...
3: Uh, offering my assistance to my wife, um, and reading books to my kids. They just—they're hungry for it when I get home. Um, playing with them, just doing work at home instead of going. Oh, I'm done. I did my time for the day, and I'm going to do what I want to do. I—I I don't really have any games in the house. I don't uh, I don't go play pool and poker like I used to do. Dang. My life used to be about me, uh, a lot about me. And it was a hard transition when I got married, even before kids. Um, I was spending a lot of time, you know, on video games and one night I it it really occurred to me, I was sitting there with my wife asleep on the couch next to me, and you know, we were still in our first year of marriage, and I was on my uh laptop playing some, you know, RPG online uh game. That's a game. What, what game? game? Um You can name names here, it's safe. <laughs> well, it wasn't Starcraft, but it was uh I think um no, Legends, something or other. It was one of those free, free
0: flash-based ones. Zach, I'm sorry, Zach. Are we
2: looking for sponsors? Can we continue?
0: Yeah, just don't say anything bad about and, them too much, because in the future they may be re- evidence for us. I looked over next to me. It's
3: <laughs> I looked over next to me, and we hardly talked. And she's you know asleep, and I'm I'm on there. Talking or messaging these strangers all over the the states, people I don't know, and they're they've spent money on the game, and I'm like, oh, we gotta go battle this clan over here, and I'll see you in the morning, and you know all kinds of stuff. And I'm like, what in the world am I doing? I don't know any of these people. These are just pixels, and you know, light coming out of my phone. I got real life next to me asleep. I, you know, I'm supposed to love her, cherish her. We're supposed to be building a life together. And I'm seeing her talking to strangers via text on a video game. And um, I felt really convicted about how I was spending my time and the things that I saw were important. And it was all about entertaining myself. And that was it. So in that moment, sitting there mm-hmm. <clears throat> that evening, you
2: you was, had this I thought. was
3: convicted. Um, I saw her asleep next to me, and I was concerned about strangers online with a video game more than I was about talking with my right. wife and seeing how her day went at work.
2: And this mm. is, a, this is a, I mean, you know, this is a little bit of a problem in our society. A little bit.
3: Yeah, a lot of men aren't growing up and uh, taking responsibilities. They're, they're focused on their own, inter- their own, uh, um, they're just focused on entertainment.
0: Right. There was that Kentucky accent, by the way. Entertainment. Mm-hmm. You're losing your SoCal cred, I think, slowly. We'll see. So you've been married seven years? Eight. Crap. Eight. Sure <laughs> eight
3: years, seven years um, yeah. so why don't you
1: go
0: back <laughs>
1: seven well, years I've been married seven years because he doesn't count he's not counting whole years, so he that's All
0: right. confusing All right. when he's continue asking on continue on i'm thirty seven and four fifths is that what we're doing, okay, so going back, you are how would you describe your faith when you were we were playing in the band a decade ago or whatever hmm. um, how would you describe? your faith when you knew everything okay and you were self-centered yes and you only cared about yourself Mm -hmm. how would you describe your faith
3: i was uh, secure in my faith because i believed well jesus died for me i'm forgiven of all i do and i just want to make sure people are doing worse things than me are held accountable i guess it was easy to see because i was covered um
0: That is so amazing. Wanted to make sure people who are doing worse things than me are held accountable. (laughs) Well, I saw them
3: as worse than me, so.
0: Right. But that (laughs) is just, that's such a brutal statement. And so brutally honest, that is a lot of people. I mean, I've been there for sure. I still am there sometimes. I, I think... To make myself feel better, I'll say Jeff and Scott are there sometimes, right, guys?
3: You might be making yourself feel better right now. Well, it's so easy to hold myself against the standard of other people. You know, I could look at someone else and go, oh, I'm not as bad as them. You know, I'm better than them because I don't do that. That's not the standard we're supposed to hold ourselves to. Yeah. I love this carpet, by the way.
0: Thank you. It, you can't see where um, the kids. Pubes. Oh. Yeah, you, you can't see pubes. <laughs>
1: I heard <laughs> boobs, and like a, I'm, I,
0: sh- I'm sure if there are
1: boobs down there, you could see them.
0: Actually, I I do good <clears throat> vacuum patterning. So when you vacuum, you can make a pattern in the carpet. I can draw a mean boob in the carpet with a vacuum.
1: Okay, yeah. So I, I, yeah, boobs makes more sense. Though. Did you say boobs? Poobs, poops, pubes, boobs.
0: So that is well, the benefit of dark the- carpet. <laughs> <laughs> I blame you, Dave Millsap. The dark D J M carpet. So. You were very sure about your faith, mm-hmm. and there were certain things you were passionate about in the faith, i.e. what's going to happen in America coming soon. Will you describe that a little bit?
3: I saw signs of... Um, well, I guess I just ascribed to the idea that, oh, things are getting worse. What's, being, what's good is called evil. What's evil is being called good. Um, the world seemed to be going to pot. I know I'm allowed to say other words, but I'm not
0: going to. In California, it literally is now since (laughs) pot's legal. Thank Jesus.
3: It got registered the ammo. Think, think who, whom? Jesus?
0: Uh, Who? who Who's that? This is California.
1: I know you. I know you're not referring to the real Jesus. I just was wondering who you're referring to. Who do you think
0: made the pot?
1: Uh, It's result of the fall.
3: (laughs) 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 Who made aspirin? (laughs) Bear. Uh
0: <laughs> um where was I So you had that lens of the the world is going to shit yeah and you interpreted all events through that lens like you could only see the world as getting worse therefore ushering in I'm still a pessimist
3: um I have a issue with humanity and, and it's hard to be where there's a lot of people um but I I didn't know how to love others that I saw as being worse than me. You know, it was easy for me to look down on them because I'd hold myself to my own standards against them, and so far off from from what Christ taught. And uh, I must have been real absorbed in my own uh, my my own life to where I just oh you know I'm I'm right with God because you know I'm forgiven, and all these guys are just wrong.
0: And uh, at the time, would you you would have saw saw on yourself, I'm struggling with the words, guys. You would have seen yourself <laughs> as as being Christ-like back then. I wouldn't have called myself Christ-like. No, even oh then, really?
3: Even then, I wouldn't. I would call myself a Christian, being forgiven. But I think I knew better than
2: to think I was Christ-like. Do you think it was just out of um, immaturity in terms of your faith? You just haven't traveled um, far enough in the faith. You know, it was, it, a lot of that's based on what I was um,
3: fed as a Christian growing up. You know, this once saved, always saved. Once you accept Christ into your heart and say the prayer, you're good to go. You've got your ticket to heaven. Uh, a lot of that's changed um, as I've read the Word and, uh, you know, s- seen it through the eyes of the people that it was, that, were, that was spoken to. They didn't focus a whole lot on the afterlife. They focused on living in the kingdom while they were alive. And living a righteous life. Did you, do you, did you have any mentors that Mm-mm. talked to? No. No. I had, well, I had, um, you know, internet and video and pastors, but I didn't have anyone in my life personally that I could say was a mentor. Which I think is a problem with the church. Uh, and led to those kind of fruits, and I think um, that kind of led me to where I am now. Is seeing what what's wrong with the church today in America, anyway, and um, you know what was the early church doing then, and what's what's this big difference? Because I saw myself as a fruit of the Southern California church. And yeah, Laguna Beach, type of fruit. fruit. Yeah, and I know we we were kind of a, a Christian band that morphed into a Christian zine band because we wanted to do things that. Uh, a Christian band can't do like
0: take know, our shirts you know. off in <laughs> church.
3: In, yeah. You know, uh, you know, we work for, you know, we got beers and liquors and stuff as tips. And, you know, I don't think any of our words use the word Jesus. I don't, I honestly, if I had, I would not describe myself as a Christian during that time. Looking
0: back now, looking
3: back now, okay. I would say that I was not a Christian.
0: If or I was falling away or backslidden, however you want to look at it. So if you were hit in a car accident, you would be just starting your eternal conscious torment. Is that what you're saying? I don't believe in eternal torment. Oh, okay. Maybe we'll get there in, yeah, in a maybe. little bit. This is,
3: this is potentiality to get juicy.
2: Okay, so Zach, Did you, you said Jews. You went back. Wait,
1: <laughs> wait. Dispensationally hey, juicy.
2: You went back ten years in. So are you going somewhere with that?
0: Well, I'm fascinated in people's transformations. So somebody being so sure of what they believed and l- seeing people a certain way because of what they believed. And, and now it sounds like you're different. When did that start? That's, that's kind of...
2: And are you sure today? I'm
3: sure I believe what I believe is right in the things that I believe are true. And there are some things I'm still learning. Um, but I, I definitely know, um, the way we look at others is a reflection on, um, well, let's just say I looked at others, not the way Christ would have looked at others. I looked at others as somebody maybe insecure or who just thought I was right. And, um, it was pretty shallow,
2: I'd say. So you were constantly just comparing yourself. Okay. I'm good. I'm better than them. Mm, I can move perhaps. on to the next. Okay. I'd say it's a possibility. But then you... Were you pretty sure 10 years ago and now it's just a different certainty? Well, I would say I was sure about what I was taught and I, you know, I I believed
3: what I was taught and, and then I spent a lot of time, it became my hobby over the last, I'd say five years, um, just looking at all kinds of different, um, positions of scripture, positions of doctrine, um, debates on, you know, the best of each side and all their arguments, all the scripture they have. Um, it all started when I started diving into uh, the Hebrew Roots Movement. Um, that's a long conversation, but Can I'm you not give a part a of brief, that. Can a
0: brief? Uh... No, I mean, we all know about that, but just for the listeners, just a brief one. <laughs> sure. I know Jeff wants to explain it right now, but we're going to let Dave explain briefly. <laughs> Please do so. Sure,
3: so... Of course, I just always knew there was kind of an issue with uh, the way we did church um, compared to how maybe, you know, early church did it. And I've always been kind of opposed to the way the, the Church of Rome does things. But um, the Hebrew Roots Movement was pointing out things like that about the church, but then going wanting to go all the way back. And um, they brought a lot of the Old Testament in and saying, look... You know, Jesus did not say don't do this and don't do this. They were doing that because they were still under the the Torah, if you will, the law. I was like, yeah, you know, that's that's right. You know, Jesus didn't actually say um, we're not supposed to observe the Sabbath. Yeah, uh, Jesus actually didn't say we're we're allowed to eat any food. And you know, so we're just mistaken and we've perverted things. And the more I dug into the Old Testament and looking at the Hebrew view of things and the way that the the early church looked at things because when people think of early church they see Christians and a lot of, I don't think a lot of christian americans realize um, they were all jews that had believed in the messiah and then became christians and and many
0: of whom were still jews
1: well depends the sure, yeah, most part right? it depends
0: yeah. on what you mean by I mean, still jesus, jews jesus didn't though. stop being a jew right Paul was still Jewish. Right. Well,
1: but but it depends on what you mean by Jewish. Like... So they
0: stopped
3: having their identity in, um, in their genealogy and in their Judaism, and they had their identity in Christ, and so they right. became Christians. Okay. And in Christ, there's no Jew or Gentile. Uh, I think that was a big thing for me that, you know, people today say, oh, you know, there's a, this Messianic Jew. I'm like, well, the Bible had words for them. They were called Christians, and, you know, and... I don't know how much about Jews I want to get in. I don't believe there are any real Jews today because in AD 70, as we know, Jerusalem was
0: completely destroyed. That sounds destroyed. like a can of worms. Yes, and it does. Com- yeah. That's, but
3: I mean, as yeah. far as Jerusalem being destroyed, what defines a Jew, as far as Judaism goes, is following Judaism and that, that covenant. And they knew there was a new covenant coming and Jesus, if he instilled, he instituted the new covenant, the old covenant was done away with you know that's the end of days means end of the old covenant when the temple was destroyed there's no way they could practice Judaism as it was described in the old testament okay well they there's no aaronite priest no there's no levitical priesthood there's yeah. no sacrifices
1: well but if they if they they could make a tabernacle
3: according to to what to the exodus. Tabernacle. I mean, God judged that whole program. It's done. Well, but would they say that? Right. No, they wouldn't. But which is why they just, they denied Christ as the Messiah, and as John writes in First John, uh, that's Antichrist.
1: Well, right. But I'm just saying. I'm just saying that to say that they can't be Jewish anymore, or no one can be Jewish anymore, because the temple was destroyed. So they can't then practice Judaism. Not the way the Bible We're talking about OG, defines
0: it. OG Jew.
1: Right. Well what, I'm, well, what I'm saying is, or suggesting, or postulating, is that they don't have to have a temple, a, a brick and mortar temple. They can have a tabernacle to sacrifice it. They can put up a tabernacle according to the specs well, of the Old Testament.
3: What priests are going to carry out that that sacrifice? Uh,
1: so if if they if they can, they would have to prove that they and are. What the what altar biblical. are they going to do? And where is where is
3: the if holy they, of holies? That's, right. Well, the tabernacle would contain the holy of holies, so. and what and that was where God dwelt. And then and then um, the temple was built, and 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 there was uh, procedures for um, sacrificing and atoning for sin. And that was all destroyed, you know. Jesus said, "You know, not one stone will be left on another." Well, no, I understand. And those apostles that heard yeah. him say that knew what that entailed, and they said, "Whoa, when is this going to yeah. happen?" Well, no, I, under, I understand from
1: a Christian perspective that that is that's done. The old covenant is done away with; the new covenant has been instituted. But I'm saying from to say that there are no Jews anymore, or mm-hmm. or they can't be a Jew to practice the old covenant if they.
3: They're, they're, I'm just saying that there can be if they were to take the old, the old covenant. So you're written, saying I, if they were to make a lot of things today that no, don't no. exist, like there's no temple, there's no priesthood. If they well, I'm saying s- they
1: don't need a temple, they need the tabernacle.
3: Why? Right? Why can't well, the
1: tabernacle the f- fulfill that that uh, the 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 God where God would
3: dwell? Okay, let's say they build the tabernacle. Yeah. So where do
0: they get this, the priests? This is—I'm just, just saying that to to say that this there is all going to be, be available Jews. on Scott's upcoming podcast, Theology Explorer. <laughs>
3: uh, I would call—I would say if if anybody not to re- say it's valid, right. just to say that they they can fulfill the old covenant as written down. It's captured. In- well, they would have to somehow find uh, the priests, the lineage uh, of the Levitical priesthood. Yeah, there there were no way okay. they'll, yeah. they'll Those Zach wants to change. I feel
1: like we should move on.
0: We could go round and round.
1: I know, round and round. Zach, you're so boring sometimes. We (laughs) we
2: were in the timeline of going 10 years back. We're trying to do a podcast right now. (laughs) And then you briefly asked him briefly to define podcasts about quilting. Oh, here we go. All
0: right. So So in my Hebrew
3: roots movement, um, that that was one of the catalysts. I was going through the Old Testament a lot and, and and I understood my Bible a lot more after that. I think a lot of uh, mainstream Christianity does not read the Old Testament in whole. I think they might read a few of the main books, and uh, you know they know about Goliath and maybe Exodus. But reading the prophets and really getting to the understanding of how um, the Jews in Jesus day, when they said "Oh," when they referred to Scripture, they're talking about the Old Testament and what were they expecting. How did they use language? Um I it just opened up a whole nother um way of looking at the Bible. And I stopped looking at uh, reading myself into it and I said, Okay, you know, Jesus was talking to these guys here and 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 referring to things around them. And what would
0: they have understood it as? Exactly. So that shifted you from that changed the way I read the Bible. Okay. So you came from waiting for the rapture for God to rescue his people before the great tribulation. That's kind of what you believe in general. Yeah. Kind of a dispensational thing. Mm -hmm. I was a Calvary chapel person. You can Google it, Jeff. And then
3: (laughs) pre-millennial, pre-tribulational.
0: Yeah. And that's, we we probably were all kind of like that. Yeah. Just y'all were. I'll
3: just say what I am now. If you have to throw me in a box and I will yeah, I would, I would say I'm a full preterist.
0: Scott has a real small box for you to try to get into later. My box is a lot bigger.
3: I think... It's been you used. Might, your box used. might be a little
0: too big. You might <laughs> want to try... <laughs> you might want to try yeah. my box,
2: but just box... I'm still I'm constructing it.
3: <laughs> he's still been in the box. Yeah. My
0: box doesn't
3: have all of its six sides, so... Oh, six sides.
0: What is the significance? Oh, my
3: gosh. That's the box of the devil. The
0: devil's box. So your box that you are currently occupying, if we had to name it.
3: Would be a full preterist. Uh, I believe all prophecy was fulfilled
0: in 70 AD. How far are you allowed to... How close can you get to schools legally as a preterist?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Do you have to register in every city you move to? (laughs) What color is your dot on the map?
2: To catch a preterist. (laughs) Okay, so... so wait, <laughs> go ahead. No, no, don't go ahead. Jeff, go. Jeff continue. I'm, I'm so curious as to how this... So you see the Bible a different... How you read it. You're reading it through yeah, a different lens. Yeah. I'm wondering, you know, with what you said before with, you know, the, your time and energy and with your family and with your wife sitting there and you're wasting your time. And not investing in your wife. I still and waste too much time <laughs> on things that don't matter. I, I think we probably. I forgive you. We probably all do. Um, we ha- So, is there some impact to how you see the Bible? Is there is impact that how how you see the Bible? I would
3: say. Uh, is this the playing out in I'm your life? going to? The church I'm going to now is real big into community um, and you know, serving the community. Of God and, and each other. And and I'm learning from other people who are actually laying down their lives for others at, rather than focusing on themselves. Rather than thinking, well, this inconvenience me, I'll think, how can I bless them? Um, and it's hardest to apply in my home. It's easy to do it to others because you know, they're from the outside and they can give me praises and stuff. But my wife probably wouldn't see it the same way. Um, she probably wish I would, you know, do more for the home and, you know, she probably sees me doing more for myself at home. Um, but yeah, it's really affected the way I, my life is not supposed to be lived for myself. So I'm supposed to lay down my life for others, starting with my wife and my children. Um, not supposed to be worried about being wronged or like, you know, Oh, I feel, uh, I feel that an injustice has been done to me. Well, boohoo.
0: So, would you say, so preterism, which we'll, we'll get to, we kind of just made jokes and glanced over that, but sure. that was my fault. Because it's not a real theory, anyways. We <laughs> <laughs> That's Scott at brosbiblesbeer.com. Do I have so that? Email I would letters? define I preterism as
3: um, believing that all the prophecy has already taken place, it's past, as opposed to futurism, where there's You know, a rapture and whatnot. So,
0: you think, in general, you preterists believe that you're part of the kingdom now and building that kingdom, or is the kingdom already? As John the Baptist
3: came, saying, uh, uh, "Bringing in the kingdom of of God," and Jesus said, "The kingdom of God is at hand." And as he ascended after his uh, resurrection to the throne, um, yes, I would say the kingdom was ushered in uh, when Christ came. And as he sits on the throne there and, and he, uh, he bound Satan so that, he, I mean, he cast out demons and whatnot because he bound the strong man.
0: Does your view of the eschaton or whatever, the, the end times, which we're a part of in, in uh, Preterist views, does, a little that, bit. does that inform how yeah. you look at how a you do bit. church and how you look at people? Yeah, I would and, say. And is that a lot different from
3: I'm ahead of you. before. I would say um, some people, their hopes are in the rapture or in God's future kingdom or in their afterlife. Mine or a preterist perhaps is in living righteously now in God's kingdom amongst the world. And just like God or Jesus lived, I'm not so concerned about heaven as I was before. It's not my end goal. I'm, I'm concerned about being transformed now while I'm alive and affecting others through that. Instead of just focusing on my own myself and me going to heaven, um, the kingdom of God, you know, is here. It's not visible. Jesus said, you know, you won't see it coming here. It is, or there it is. Um, but it's a spiritual kingdom. Interesting. You don't have to be a preterist to, to have that view of, sure.
1: of right, uh, uh, you know, living for, not just for me going to heaven, but, but having an outward focus view. And, uh, mm-hmm. your, your love own, God, love neighbor. Right. You don't have to be a preterist to, to, to do that. correct
3: um, But when you say Satan is bound. He was bound so that he, he would not de- deceive the nations. Does, so right now,
1: are, are people deceived? Well, yeah. That doesn't require Satan. So they are, they are, they're just, they're deceived by their own passions mm-hmm. and, and lusts and desires. But Correct. right now, Satan, Satan is not, he's well, not the prince of the power of the air.
3: Before the gospel well, came, we had the nation, the Israel was, was the only nation that was considered, you know, God's people. All the other nations were pagan. There, there was no such thing as atheism. It was, everybody had a, a God, a demon, a goddess, um, well, Once Christ came...
0: She was hot, too.
3: Once he instituted the new <laughs> covenant and he bound Satan, um, the gospel spread to all the nations. And now we have Christianity just spreading all over every, every generation, every uh, country. There are more Christians in China than there are in America now, from what I've heard. Well, they got more people. Right.
0: <laughs> so they have no excuse, Scott. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> they better.
3: Well, the, go- the gospel
1: reached them first, before, long before it reached... Probably Britain and uh, well, that's Northern a different Europe.
3: Asia. No. <laughs> so, so yeah, I believe it, it had <laughs> to do with Asia the minor? way Jesus um, had dominion on the earth as opposed to Satan. And when they said, you know, you're you're exercising these demons, and he said, you know, how can you first, um, right? Right. If you say, I cast He'll, this, you yeah, know, you yeah. have you to can't bind rob the strong man unless you first bound, bind him.
1: Yeah. If I cast out demons by the spirit, then the kingdom of God is correct. Right. Yeah. But you're so the the full preterist view is that Satan currently is bound, um, so that he's not
3: influencing humanity or the world now now? that's another can of worms satan because i think a lot of people oh zach don't you shouldn't let satan you know he's not he's currently not prowling
1: around like a roaring lion seeking to devour christians sure i would say he he could be but well um, if he's bound satan
3: is not omniscient a lot of people talk about satan as if he is Right, right, right Satan's leading you astray oh satan has nothing to do with you probably Satan's elsewhere so
0: you see Satan Scott as being literally bound where he he as well, opposed so well, if it's a literal binding spiritual being what
1: does the full preterist mean that when they say Satan is bound that's what, that is that what mean? they mean that
3: his activity is bound he's not active the same way he was and no, does that mean it's just limited or that yes. he can't he can't act in violence. He's, he's got do like a, a shot call on, on the Greek. Right, right, If you do a word search on the Greek, that it has to do with limiting his actions. If it, you do something evil or bad, do you blame it on Satan? Depends on how bad it is. <laughs>
0: Let's say you murder your mom. <laughs> the last time you looked at boobs.
3: If you murdered your mom, would oh, you blame man, it on that Satan? That was like a
1: couple days ago. Not the when I murdered my mom, but when I looked at boobs, right. it was a couple days ago. So, so you, you think did Satan murder himself- your
3: mom? <laughs> It just wasn't a couple days. Did you look at your mom's boobs? <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> oh
1: man, I don't know what they do in Kentucky. But you I, uh, I agree that was you, Satan. Satan's not bound. Sorry, Dave. You don't <laughs> well, remember
3: no, no. looking at him, but you did, and you suckled <laughs> them. Correct. <laughs> Correct.
1: No, actually, I don't think she. I don't think she breastfed. No. Um. I.
3: <laughs> no. But
1: <laughs> this, this is deteriorating
3: fast. But, um, I should probably be clear: not all full preachers believe all the same
0: things. And for context, Scott, just in general, what what box, quote unquote, are you coming? Are you asking questions out of?
1: I completely resent that that question. So I like do. I think boxes. it's a great as, question. As if like
0: a box or
1: anything. I'm, he's, no, he's, no he's, box can cont- contain Scott. He's making. You know he. You made a
0: statement. Yeah, and I just you're want asking you to, great questions, but you, I just want you to define. Well, you so have, if, you have a framework you're coming from. If well, and I think people want to know that we, Satan, we barely know about you, Scott. If Satan is
1: bound, sure. Is he? F- I I would I would take that as he's bound. He he he's not.
3: He's I not would feel comfortable saying this. That I would feel comfortable saying there is no Satan and. And Because I don't blame everything on Satan.
1: Well, whether or not you blame everything on Satan,
3: though. I'm not saying that, but I think when Christians use the word, they invoke Satan for everything. Satan was always in the Bible, and Satan was always in one place at a time. And he was either inhabiting somebody or directly involved in somebody's life, doing something. He's not omniscient. And I think today when Christians invoke the word Satan... They're saying, "Oh, don't let Satan lead you astray," as if Satan's right in front of you know Zach, like going like this with his finger, like right. come here, boy. So I come think here. that would be a, that's a misunderstanding of right. scripture.
1: It'd it, it be when, hard for me to ignore that finger, to be honest. <laughs> but but when a, when a, when you say Full preterists say that Satan is bound. Does that mean Satan is not influencing anybody at this time? I
3: can't say he's not influencing anybody. So he's not fully bound, but leading the nations astray.
1: He's I got think... a limiter on, right? Right. Yeah. So so that he's he's still Satan is still active in Christ's kingdom.
3: He can't drive fifty five though. Um, <laughs> 55. I would say sin sin is still active in Christ and on the, Earth. But okay, now when you said you feel comfortable
1: saying that Satan doesn't even exist, yeah, let's just say that. So
3: let me. I uh, just ask: Do you think that Satan actually exists? If there was no Satan, would there would there be sin? Uh, that's. Do we have a sin nature? Uh, did we have a sin nature? Do be, we have a sin nature? Di, well, you we got to go. Well, going back to the garden. Do you, yes Scott no? Holbert, no. have a sin nature? Well, today like that, I Scott like doesn't
2: that. answer those questions. But go ahead, Scott. Well, if, well, if you, good grief, you didn't. You, you just all do right. You, moving you, do on, it would
0: have been nice, but no. Go, okay, Scott, go ahead. Right. So, well, because
1: I said going back to the garden. No, do you? You Scott? have fleshly right. desires. Okay, right. okay, but that no, no, no. That's not. That's not. Do I have a signature? You have of fleshly course, desires. Of course, but that's yeah. that's not the Satan question, though. Mm-hmm. It's if there was no Satan, would there be sin? That's the. That's what you asked. Mm. So whether or not I have sin is is not getting at that getting at the answer to that question it's back to the garden did adam and eve have a sin nature before eve was tempted by the serpent i guess you would have to
3: define sin nature well you said it i guess
0: Well, Scott actually a a
3: propensity to sin Would so would we have well or propensity or the ability to sin well obviously adam and eve had the ability because they did Okay, so... But they were but, tempted. There had to be temptation. Okay, so... Th- so but they were tempted by the devil. Not, let's also, say Satan's yeah. in, the, in, in the lake of fire. Is there still temptation? Are there women walking around scantily clad? Yes. Are you tempted to look at them lustfully? Yes. Does Satan have to play a part in that?
0: No. But but where, where does your... Is scantily clad by itself sin?
3: If no one is there to see it.
0: If no <laughs> man's there to see it... <laughs> No, no. I reject that. Depends
3: on if you're in a tribe and Papa.
1: No, but so so your response to my question, does Satan exist is
3: if Satan didn't exist, would there still be a propensity to sin? Yes. So where I don't think sin relies on Satan. I think Christians but, are held accountable for for their one, own actions in one, the Bible. Yeah, absolutely. And and a lot of Christians, the whole act, world, is. sins aren't blamed on Satan in the, in the I, Bible. I agree. No, I agree. But We've been talking about the same
1: thing no, no, for wait.
2: twenty minutes. No, no.
3: We, so give give us
1: give us one more minute. No. Oh, okay, I'll set a timer. One minute. One more minute. Okay. But how how does that inform or how does that lead you to to to
3: think? or to to be able to say that Satan doesn't exist um, I would be comfortable if people didn't have to blame Satan for their sin so let's say no one is blaming Satan for their sin okay does Satan exist maybe maybe not well, that, so my that's so, the thing I don't know everything by the way I, <laughs> <laughs> okay so that's another thing throw but them, I don't throw need that Satan crap to out, believe out the window throw, sure. throw people's
1: Throw people's misconceptions out the window. Okay. Throw, no one here is perfect. No one knows everything. Throw that crap out the window. Mm-hmm. You're not the worst sinner. Because you guys
2: know everything. Yeah,
1: you're not the worst sinner in the world, because freaking the other guy we had sure. on the podcast He's last not week not the freaking is, other guy.
2: That was Mike Erie.
1: Uh, yeah, Mike Erie is the worst sinner in the world, so you can't claim that. Okay. <laughs> not the worst. Do, He's I'll the, biggest. That the biggest. Right. What so, is your question? So with, when Scripture refers to Satan, mm-hmm. the serpent, the, mm-hmm. the, the, the deceiver... Uh, the accuser.
3: Yeah.
1: Does that? I mean, it's all—it's all figurative or allegorical or something. That, no. that that. So so does what is described in scripture. What was the last exist?
3: time Satan is mentioned in scriptures in Revelation? Oh, it's all
0: the time we have. Sorry, There's a lot of terms being thrown around. Guys, you get actually you you and Jeff
1: play into this because you guys start, you guys, you guys start in. We're having a, a normal conversation, but we have to
3: remember this is a podcast for other yeah. listeners. You got, but you guys start. I love in, that our then, guests just define
1: correctness, That's yeah. what We're trying to go and for then
3: it, it elevates it when you guys
1: start. <laughs> they do feed the fire, yes.
0: I actually disagree.
1: But the guest just agreed with but,
0: me. yeah. But I I disagree metaphorically with the guest.
1: Well, no, his what he
3: says is figurative.
1: Anyways.
0: So in general, you're you're looking at Revelation as having passed. Why why do you think Hebrew most... apocalyptic language? It's okay, just like the prophets of the Old Testament. Why do you think so? Probably most Christians in America. This is something they've not heard about. I haven't looked at any statistics, but in terms of like. The kingdom actually, ha- like everything in Re- Revelation, fulfilled. What? Why do you think that is? And does that because the Bible said to so? You? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, But what do you think? The, so that
3: all will be fulfilled. What? what prophecies te- uh,
0: teach anything happening? After, no. Why I mean, do you think the American the American Christians? Why do you think this is going to be so foreign? Well, this to goes them? out
3: to all Christians, uh, all over. Let me ask you: Was the Bible pointing? to Christ coming and and initiating the new covenant and doing away with the old covenant we ha- have in Jeremiah 31, 31. Most and, Christians would probably agree with that. Right. And so if Christ was the promise of Abraham and blessing the nations in his seed, and Christ is that seed, and he blesses all the whole world, if we are in Christ, we are we are the true Israel. For Abraham's uh, descendants. Right. And, and God is not a racist. He, he doesn't care who your mommy and daddy were. If you are in Christ and you are obeying God, then then you are in, you are a true Israelites. You are in Christ, um, not one who is one outward, but one who is one inward. Um, Circumcision. Any other prophecies that talk about rebuilding a temple, um, having Jews have a land again, and and having more sacrifices, flies in the face of what the Messiah came to do, and that's the big picture. Christ came and fulfilled prophecy, and. I don't see any prophecy going beyond Christ. And I think what happens is people kind of stretch that out into our days because uh, we're far removed from that, from what those early Christians, aka Jews that accepted the Messiah as fulfilling the prophecies. Um, we still need something to look forward to in our own time or in our future. So we read ourselves into scripture and... um when, when I looked at the way that the Hebrews looked at scriptures and the, the way that um, the Holy Spirit unlocked that to the apostles and, and gave them evidences through miracles to establish them as authorities that we got our word from, um, I stopped looking at, at the word talking to me when Paul said, you, and I looked at him him talking to his listeners that he was writing to. Because they had expectations and his words had relevance to them, audience relevance. So that was the big shift. That was a huge shift.
0: Yeah, that's one I've I've only fairly recently started to pay attention to, somewhat embarrassingly, to be in my mid-30s and feel like I'm just sort of getting a handle on, <laughs> on something that I've I pretended to be whole I mean, the first three verses of Revelation say hey, this, this is
3: soon to take place. Yeah. This is at hand. Yeah, now you mentioned because uh, they wanted something to
1: look forward to. Sure. Is there anything that after 70, the post-70 AD church mm-hmm. is looking forward to?
0: Yeah, As a
3: preterist. You, you have a relationship with God. Thank you. Thanks to Christ. And you live as righteous as you can. You you help the kingdom grow, and then you live forever in relationship with God in heaven. Wait, uh, what, well, so, so we, you don't truly die because when your body dies, you will be present with the Lord. We're
1: looking forward to heaven.
3: No, you're looking forward to living in the kingdom of God, living righteously, which is today. Sh- today, yes, with Satan. Okay, wait. So is the kingdom of God today?
1: Because after seventy AD, Jesus, Jesus, Jesus returned in the kingdom. Yes. So this, so what we have today is how not not to say that our you know current political or ge, you know geopolitical or whatever that state, stuff doesn't mean anything right, to the Bible. What's right. What's the so so what we are living in today is the current state of the world. Mm-hmm. You know things change. It's Still a fallen state. Right. Right. But so right. Well, that's my question. But you're either in the kingdom of God or you're not. Well, well. So my question is. Is is the the earth we're living on now? How it's going to continue for
3: the rest of eternity? Well, I don't know when the earth is going to cease to exist.
0: And so, so is the earth going to cease to exist? I don't know. If if you're not if you're not taking these things, all these things literally, it's tough to define. There's a lot uh, of apparently, apparently because yes. there
3: is a verse that says yes. His kingdom will continue to increase forever.
0: What is that to you, Scott? Like, what is what is Earth and heaven? Like, what do you know? Because it seems like you want definitions. What do you think? Well,
3: heavens and earth is touchy because, if you take it literally, people are expecting the heavens and earth to vanish, and that's how they know the second coming hasn't happened because here we are. And the sun hasn't grown dark, the moon hasn't turned dark, the stars have... So did did right. that happen in 70 AD? Oh, absolutely, and it didn't happen during Isaiah's time or Ezekiel's time, but those are the same language that's used when those nations were destroyed and judged by
0: God. What you say, Jewish? Apocalyptic? Yeah, I would say, Hebrew, yeah, Hebrew. Hebrew
3: apocalyptic language of judgment. That, yeah. Yeah. yeah,
0: I'm good. Thanks. Yeah,
3: <laughs> So, yeah, the four blood moons was the joke, but sold a lot of books. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, Did you just have a full super moon? I saw yeah. It. Yeah. There was a yeah. black moon recently. I don't Man. know what that was. The rapture was supposed to happen... Uh, four or five days ago, according to one YouTube video I saw, which
1: is re- it's stupid. It's funny. How
0: I, can you claim to know the exact day? It does. So I look into some of these things. So Google thinks I'm interested in the rapture. Oh, here we so go. So I get sent yeah. a bunch of cookies. Yeah, a bunch <laughs> but, d- but despite but despite all
3: all that stuff, the the world the world the, the ended pre- for the old covenant the pre- essentially those, the those Jews in in, in Jerusalem. Uh, Ended. It, it was done. They but, got destroyed by
1: Rome. But for the preterist, there is no there is no prophecy yet to be—for the full preterist, right. there is no prophecy to be fulfilled, which would include the end of
3: Revelation, the new heaven and the new earth. Um, well, that, that's the new heaven and new earth I started to talk about. That was the covenant, the Israelites and the covenant. As referred to, I believe in the Old Testament, "New Heaven and New Earth" wasn't referring to actual the heavens and the planet. It was referring to the Israelites and them as a people and their covenant. Because the earth and the sea dichotomy. No, because he said, "I call you heaven and earth as a witness," and he's talking to the Israelites.
1: So, so there's not going to be a new, a new hev-
3: there's not going to be a new heaven and a
1: new earth. So there's no, there's no prophecy. No, in there is, but it's well, no, it's already happened. Yeah. Well, all well, I'm saying Figurative, is that yes. it's already happened. The way I believe, and it, it happens yes. spiritually. Yes. So there's not going to be a literal new heaven and new earth. So right now we are ruling and reigning with Christ. Christ is reigning the earth with an iron.
3: Well, let me ask you, where is Jesus this? right now? In our hearts.
0: What verse is that? In three out of I our thought four he was at hearts, the,
3: the right hand of God is <laughs> sitting on the throne. Well, he, he's that, and he's okay. also in our hearts. I thought the Holy Spirit was in our hearts. Well, Well,
1: well God, Jesus, and <laughs> right. the Holy Spirit. But Christ ascended. God actually
2: hasn't received the Holy Spirit yet. According line.
1: to Jeff,
3: no. But all, all three, all three are said to be so, living in us. So yeah. Christ. Ascended after his resurrection right. to the right hand of God on the throne. Right. In, and he's going in, the, he's, in a kingdom, right? And he's going he's physically What is a throne? It's a it's well, he's physically authority pre- over a kingdom. He's physically preparing a place for us right now. Well, he <laughs> <laughs> So Scott
0: just, Wait,
1: No
3: that. he he is he is head of he's he's over all principalities and powers, authorities and all that. Yes. Well the the tabernacle then the then the temple was the abode of God, right? Well, what happened well, in, in well, Acts 2? Well, only
1: when God came. Right, but in Acts right. 2.
0: Israelites thought they were. He, he said, was, we're,
3: I, I, my father, there are many abodes, not, tavern, not dwelling places, but abodes. And what are Christians now? They're the abodes of the Holy the, Spirit. The temple. I and, will go and make my home in you. So Christians are the abode of God now. We are, um, if we're in Christ, we are where God dwells, the, His Holy Spirit. Right. That's what the church, the body of Christ is. So we're a better better covenant in all ways. We're not made with hands and stone, but flesh.
0: Right. I want to know from Scott, I know boxes are not fair, and you've even even admitted to being a fundamentalist, oh, we need more beer.
1: There's, um, well, you'd have to define fundamentals, but sure. But no,
0: but no, you you call yourself that. I don't think you are. I think you're more than that. And I... so <laughs> Thank what, you.
1: I hate fundamentalists.
0: <laughs> See, I, I
3: like to defend, Scott, because I, I'm not for libera- liberal interpretations for the most part of the Bible. But I think I'm also not for literal but you interpretations know either.
0: What you have been describing, some people consider a liberal interpretation but uh, but i think the liberals a would yeah the liberals
1: would take it a step further and say liberals
3: wouldn't consider it uh, Jesus wasn't
0: even coming back well, in 70 I, I it, wouldn't was, even it say was it was figurative before it a liberal was prophetic i not or, look
3: at the bible as authoritative
0: and i think no there's liberals that do that's the thing is that's where boxes fail is that true. and that's why i don't like yeah, yeah boxes of my, kinda, box. Yeah. All use I my box. don't use my in like this that, context like that is thing. i scott you've been asking questions from a certain point of view. I mean, you're not just like... Well, com- clarification, because i no, because No, sure, those are the same questions so, I asked,
3: uh, to be honest. Those are the I've, same questions I've I asked.
0: I've looked for a clear... Can you give the listener, because up until now, the listener is for, has been forced to assume kind of where you're coming from. Where in general would you say right now, just generally are you coming from when you're asking Dave these questions? Like, what do you think? Yeah, so I, I think that Jesus... Obviously, he foretold the destruction of
1: the temple, which mm-hmm. happened. That right. Actually and what did that they're...
3: mean to the apostles he told it to? When he said, not one stone will be left on another, they said, in response to that, oh, when will the sign of your coming be? And the end of the age. And the end of the age. So, right. his, the destruction of the temple meant the end of the old covenant age and his coming. And then he told them what it meant. He said, when, when the temple is surrounded. Yeah. But, well, when then he says... The same way
1: you see me go, the same way I will, I will come back. But then you say that his... Well, sec- he didn't say that. An angel did. So was it accurate? Well, Why, what, do you mean, what do you mean by that? What did I, his
3: coming... What did his what what coming look like?
1: On a what, cloud? No, what, no, what, did he his, come his on a asc- cloud? No, his
3: ascension. They said, the same way
1: you see me going up, the same way you'll see me coming back. So I, Scott, I believe what I said. Scott, in general, you're more... I I would I would consider myself a pre-millennial post. Oh, you're wrong.
3: Pre-millen- <laughs> pre- pre-
1: pre-millennial post tribulation, and the tribulation is defined uh, is is pre
3: wrath tribulation. Did so the church it, in Paul's day go through the tribulation? So, tribulation? Well, so
1: the tribulation would be not a seven-year period, because the tribulation is never defined as
3: a seven-year period. Thank you, Scott. So, so that, and that That's true. The,
1: that's the other situation I have. With so he's the, not totally full
3: of shit. Is that what you're saying, Dave?
1: <laughs> well, so, so the other situation... Well, he's I, read
3: some Bible. He <laughs> so, didn't find the seven-year tribulation anywhere yeah. in it.
1: So what I, what I have a problem with is when I look up full preterist, always, I always hear them responding to... The pre uh, the pre tribbers, mm-hmm. so I can I can never get a response like, "What is preterism?" Well, Just I tell me what preterism is. I went
3: from pre trib to amillennial millennial, and and then oh, slightly post millennial to. <laughs> <laughs> This, this, yeah. I know For it's, all of you that have never yeah. heard these terms, yeah. Yeah. so so Google
0: I w- is at where
3: I would I would put it that some of it was fulfilled in seventy eight. Yeah, AD. you're a you're a partial preterist, and every Christian is because they believe it, some prophecy was fulfilled it, in the past. Yeah. F- don't put Scott in a box. <laughs> no, how dare <laughs> so, you? So yes, I, I. So do you believe there's an I, antichrist in I, the future? Yes. Okay. Did you know that word only occurs five times in the Bible, and it was mm-hmm. penned by John, and that was in 1 John, 2 John. Mm-hmm. And, and 2
0: out of 5, it
3: applies to me. And it was defined by John <laughs> in all of its occurrences, and he didn't use that word once in Revelation. He wrote Revelation. Right. Did you know that? That John wrote Revelation? Did you know all the things I just said? I've heard... <laughs> I've, heard, I've, heard I've heard most of them. The yeah. Antichrist I, does
1: not yeah. appear anywhere in Revelation. Okay. I've heard I've put, Jeff the beast Hold on.
2: The beast appears... <laughs> Okay. Right. Well, this could go for a what, very long. Yes. Time. What? I mean, okay. W- whether you're a preterist or pre-trick, <laughs> just tie it together here for application. <laughs> I'm not going to tie he, he anything together. for application. To untie he's all not, of this. He's not. Okay. <laughs> really ultimately uh Scott why was why do we have the bible seriously in five I'm dead words serious five words low. <laughs> dead serious so
1: we we have the bible as god's revelation to us Very so good we question. have an, we have an objective standard so that we can view how god has revealed himself his promises he has made to previous generations so they're recorded so that subsequent generations can know what god has done and what their obligations are to fulfill
2: the covenant okay so what Impact is the Bible having on your life and how you live it out each day. Told you he's going to bring it back to application. So I, I read it and
1: I say, "Man, I'm so glad Jesus came because
3: I suck as a human." Now, being. what about all those times you thought Obama was the Antichrist?
1: Oh, oh
3: no, I'm, no. Just kidding. I'm just kidding. So, <laughs> so I think Obama has a better chance to Trump being... now the Antichrist.
1: No, no, Obama uh, has a better chance now of being the Antichrist because, as president of the United States, you cannot constitutionally you cannot sit on another you cannot sit on another uh entity's council, high council, but now he's not president, so he can. I'm just saying that as as just an off I don't think Obama's the Antichrist. But okay. anyway but a person like Obama can be how people get behind him so quickly they 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 they, they ran to him. But they you're a
3: Kind of going away from how John defined the Antichrist, but go ahead, Jeff. Well, he's like a world political leader. <laughs> Thanks. So, no, that, Dan. so for me, actually, John never defined it that he defined it as those who deny Christ was. Come in the flesh, well, that's the spirit of Antichrist, right? And many Antichrists yes. were but, there when he wrote then, it. But then,
1: but then, Antichrist is not in Revelation. The man, well, I would I would equate Antichrist to the man of lawlessness. That's the
3: problem, you're equating things, right? So, so have, you're,
1: I, you're you're not exegeting, your are not necessarily. Because if you can, if you <laughs> not necessarily, if, <laughs> more terms for you to look up. If you if you can if you can tie the Antichrist with the man of lawlessness together. Then but it's not a no reason. To so, do, so that's well, how you're
2: living each day. That's great. No, no, so, no. So did I answer your question, Dave? Yes, yeah, you, did. you yes. did. Yes, I have no.
0: I, I have no follow up. I, I suck, suck as a human Scott being. Scott sucks.
1: I suck as a human being. And he's I forgiven. desperately need a savior, and I'm glad that Jesus. Was the savior? That's your definition, but not how you're
2: living it. But okay, here we go. I think all
3: eschatological eschat eschatological views. It's good beer. Me and (laughs) Scott, me and Scott, Zach, Jeff. We can all love each other. We can all go to heaven when we die. We can all preach the gospel and live righteously. And not have the same view. We can all have four different views on the end times or eschatology.
0: I have seven views right now. (laughs) (laughs) No,
3: that's
2: not an option. There's only
3: so many views. But Dave, you you went
2: through this this change in lens in how you're reading the Bible. So how in your day-to-day life, how does that impact how you're living? Did it? I don't know if... Reading the Bible
3: changed that, but just me getting more serious about life. And again, like I said earlier, I think uh, being married with children had a part in that. So a purpose maturing had a part in that. Not a purpose. But I maybe thought my purpose was just being comfortable, happy, whatnot. Um, okay, it's not purpose. Not, not truly, purpose, not truly dying. Not truly dying to myself and living for the kingdom and starting in the home because the kingdom, growing the kingdom, starts at home because. Right. I raise my children to be arrows shot into the future and the kingdom grows that way. And, um, not in the Islamic sense, like though, planting right? seeds, but that, that's a you, big, you could say planting seeds. Like my church is small and grows slowly, but it grows very strongly because we're teaching people to be disciples and teaching them to obey all that Christ commanded. We're not having thousand people have an altar call and never see them again. How big is like your and church? And I'm not bagging maybe on any church that does that. a little that bit of
0: yeast that. or a mustard seed Maybe. If only there was a parable that described what you're talking about. That's too bad. The Bible's a... in the in our podcast name. I mean... And you guys never want to talk about
1: it. It's a really weird. This is <laughs> oh, going to be two Scott. episodes in a row. That's why they don't like you. <laughs> no, we don't like Scott. We love Scott. You have to appeal to the masses, Scott. And the masses don't like the
3: Bible. So, Shame on you, masses. No, I I would say that... Just, judgment, just I see. Be, getting older and more mature Right, don't like Christ, the Bible, it's better. And actually... Thank God, looking back and seeing where my faults were, um, seeing my pride, um, and just looking back and just kicking myself and, and wanting to turn back uh, the clock um, and seeing how futile just chasing my own tail could be. And it's not that important, you know, because they wake up the next day, oh, what did I do with my time? How does it oh, affect man. others? How does it affect me? Did I live for Christ? And I would sit there, oh, I'm a Christian. Was I really a new creation? no and was i dying to myself no um was i concerned about myself yes was i concerned about my entertainment yes i was focused on myself and not others and i did not uh, i was not a christian so
0: that's that's um i knew the truth but i i, I, I would I, want to disagree i would want to disagree with that but because yeah, that just thinks shows everyone's a christian a radical shift that has affected how you treat others and view others by default Mm-hmm. Which is like Scott mentioned before. You don't have to hold some type of full quote preterist view to to look at yourself as yeah. That had nothing well. to do with
3: my my eschatology at all.
0: Yeah, but they're
3: there actually two different topics. Yeah,
0: yeah. I don't I don't wake up in the morning and
1: go,
3: oh man, I'm glad I'm a pre eschatology wrath, seems to be a little uh, more interesting, but yeah, the more important thing is is living yeah. righteously and denying myself, being a new creation, um, and and just basically, loving others the way Christ did—it's the live hardest like thing. It's the hardest thing to do because yeah. we want to focus on our own comforts, our own, our own preservation. I mean, I've gone from you know being somewhat patriotic to believing—sorry, Scott—that Christians shouldn't be in the military. Now, wow. I'm going to get a lot of flack from people in my own church for that, but wow. I don't think Christ would call people into the military. Give up your guns. No, sign I believe up for in the loving your neighbor, party. and so I would protect someone with my my concealed carry permit. But I don't know that I should protect myself with it. So, and when you are owned by the that government, that's fascinating. When you're owned by the government, and you're let's say they say we're going to go attack, you know, some Beijing, and you're over China, oh. and, you, and you don't know what your who your orders are coming from or what they are, but you gotta start fighting people and shooting, and blowing stuff up. You're killing Christians, probably. Oh well, yeah, well, there's stories for, for World the government. World War II, so World
1: War Two, they're in trenches. Then yeah, you got the yeah. French and or the English and the German. And then Christmas Day, right. so you're th- signing they come out of the trenches, and of they come are, out, and they You're giving allegiance to a country, and,
3: and you shouldn't give your allegiance to uh, a political power. So a lot of things were clarified for you. Yeah. And you move forward. I think I matured through, and, and right. also in the way I, I viewed Scripture. And I took it serious. I spent a lot less time entertaining myself and a lot more time with my nose in the Word. And, and, and when I was working, I'm blessed to have a lot of, like, a time where I can just be wrapping vehicles. um, And I have my headphones on listening to Bible commentary. And I spent hundreds and hundreds of hours listening to commentary on the whole Bible and just getting views other than, you know, my own, just opening up to things like, oh, oh Ezekiel's boring, but I'm going to listen to it anyways. and It's Ezekiel's it's boring? Not boring. Excuse me? <laughs> big, uh, well, I guess that was a bad one to just pick. <laughs> yeah, so, numbers. Maybe, we get your point. So numbers. my interest in the Word of God became more, and, and my interest in my own entertainment became less, and that's how I kind of came to where I am now.
0: So realizing there are other streams of Christianity and Christian thought and Christian interpretation of scripture and opening yourself up to that stuff and then kind of yeah, weighing that's part things. Of so do you have any resources that you would recommend for people that are just like preterism? What the hell sure. is preterism? The best
3: balanced um, resource, I would say, would be thenarrowpath.com. Um, there's also the Narrow Path radio show, and that's by Steve Gregg. And I will say this, he's a partial preterist. I'm a... More of a full predator, so I don't agree on Breyer. everything. Um, but I would say he has the, that would be my main resource. Another one would be Gary DeMar, another one would be,
0: um, is there a book by Gary DeMar?
3: He has a few, there's a few, yeah. Uh, but I highly recommend, um, Steve Gregg's book on hell and his book on revelation because he tries to give a balanced view of. All the main um, takes on scripture and revelation and the balance, the three main views on hell.
0: Scott, did you have any
3: resources? He tries to educate and not indoctrinate.
0: Okay. Impregnate
1: (laughs) (laughs) your mind. He's impregnating your mind. Hey, to go back to the first
3: year of of your marriage. How was the first year of your marriage? Rocky. Um, Not fair, probably one sided. She probably gave up more than I did. Um, maybe selfish. Did it turn at some point for it's the better? It's still turning. Yeah. I'm still learning to be a better um, man of God, more selfless. I'm still learning. I'm not, I, I had a long ways to go. Zach might even in some way be able to testify. I've always looked up to Zach. He's not, I'll toot his horn. Can you, Whoa. can you talk Whoa. slower?
0: Just talk slower about me. Sure. I've
1: always
3: looked up to he's, Zach. He's always seemed very, um, <laughs> Stop I don't want to say preterist. selfless, but he has not been um, very prideful. In, in my opinion, he's part of that is he's non-confrontational. Part of that, he's he's not trying to push, his, <laughs> not trying to push his agenda. Timid. Okay, you, you could kick some serious butt, but Aww. was um, he? Was he? Um, but I think he's always been a humble heart. I think he's always been. Um, I don't want to say selfless, but I'll say he has been somewhat humble. And um, that, that I've always looked up to. that. I'd say generous and. and He's always. I've always looked up to him in no, that way. I've been yeah. way more prideful.
2: Okay, enough about Zach. <laughs> so, in and your I like Scott really... for a lot of reasons as well. In your first, in your first, but not second. those. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this kingdom come. Some of those. Uh, so first year of marriage, your wife and how you think she viewed you and today, how you think she views you? I think she
3: sees I'm um, getting better.
2: <laughs> what do you mean better? Uh, he explained. Uh, yeah. He explained he's, he wants to become more yeah. of a no, man no, of God. I So it's, it's literally... She probably doesn't want to jump
3: out of the plane at this point. But it's
2: literally spiritually or in yeah, terms of
3: better? The, the, the fellowship I have at our, at our, at our fellowship, we call it... Um, and the relationships i'm i've been building with these other men and some of it accountability some of it just you know getting serious about the way i live my life and not focusing so much on myself and part of it's maturing um i think i'm i'm becoming more palatable to my wife i think she's starting to see that um there's hope as far as <laughs> she didn't make a huge mistake <laughs> yeah well
2: <laughs> were the wheels and the in women for... in the
3: church are telling her she can't divorce me so that helps. okay good good, good. but they right well Wait, I was bad? almost going to say this how, how, how? That, <laughs> okay that,
2: by the way that was never on the table so oh, yeah. did a did a hubcap fall off Did a wheel fall off the wagon in your how dare you cuz you in bit?
0: Kentucky <laughs> they have real automobiles <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, that fit together and work and the wheels are round. Yeah, Jeff. It was
3: a one, a, 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 let me just say a lopsided relationship and it's becoming less lopsided as I learn to um, focus on others and serve others and, and think about others more than myself. I mean, it's, it's really simple if you boil it down to that. So
0: you're not a finished product, and recognizing I that you i probably you're,
3: never will be a finished
0: product, right? And just, but it's almost like—is that re- realization is the key to at least orienting yourself in the right direction? Yeah, realizing I get you're not, slapped a lot. You don't have it together. <laughs> so <laughs> say <laughs> figure, that again.
3: I, I figuratively <laughs> by the Holy Spirit, not my wife. My, my, oh, okay. You know, let's say I'm looking at a car and oh look at that idiot, he's doing this and that, and I go, "What am I doing? I'm a Christian." Why am I saying that about this person? I don't know them, I, and I'm comparing myself to them, and I just get convicted, and I feel like an idiot. Why do you let Satan in? <laughs> oh, gosh. <here>
0: go. <laughs> limited <laughs> Yeah, because yeah, he's wise. really
3: interested in me, because I because I, I have so much influence in the world. But what about Satan and his minions? What about his minions. devils? So that's another the topic fallen, some, for the some day.
1: Fallen, uh, the fallen ones, are they bound as I well? I think the... What sorry Jeff.
3: People that the populace probably needs to hear more is the stuff that Jeff's asking and less of this back and forth about, about I'm not details. married, so I don't care what Jeff is saying. Why aren't you married, Scott? Because I don't care oh. what
1: Jeff is saying. You holding out? I'm holding out for the neighbor. Yeah. Not my neighbor. Whose neighbor? I'm not gonna say okay. now.: <laughs> She's not gonna hear this oh anyways. It doesn't matter.
3: I think Scott's a catch, by the way. Mm. You need a big pole. Wait, that doesn't Whoa. sound right. <laughs> oh, my God. Scott's, Let's talk about
1: Gamora I mean, the tensile and Sodom strength now. Tensile strength. <laughs> yeah, he sure
0: is a good catch. You know, for all of Scott's conservatism and fundamentalism and just being passionate. <laughs> wow. You no, know, I think Scott's going to end up marrying a woman pastor. No. And they're going to have the best arguments ever, I, and I would I would argue with Everybody. her every day. Yeah. Yeah, I, would love I don't it. think Scott would be, and it would lead to make to up him. sex a lot, <laughs> and make up babies. Yeah, make up babies,
1: and we can argue about the babies.
3: Obviously, I actually defended Scott. I don't know if you know this a while back on his um, stance on a lot of the Bible. I would say maybe not eschatology. Um, yeah. But and not yeah. being so liberal as far as oh, the way society is looking back and say, oh man, that doesn't jive with how society is now. We should kind of tweak what the Bible's trying to say. To so, I, I'm with you, Scott. That I, I think women should stay in the kitchen and not be heard or seen. <laughs> <and> be- <laughs> <laughs> No, I, I'm, gonna I'm, that. I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> I'm not going to disagree. I, 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 I com- I'm completely joking. Um, like uh, I think I would draw the line at least like uh, a pastor of being yeah. a, f- a head, a f- head the, pastor being a female. I would
0: say so you pretty hold clear in the pretty Bible. Con- pretty conservative Very view conser- on that. Well, yeah. well, I would say see, a, a, I wouldn't
1: even consider. It, I, I wouldn't okay. box I would it or label yeah. it as yes. conservative.
0: No, Zach is
3: We're trying to. Zach is correct. I, I would like to conserve what the Bible says. It, right. <laughs> okay. If, be, if that's what Zach means by <laughs> <laughs> All
0: right, and, and just, but I, no, just, no yeah. I'm not
3: against women leading in ministries, and
0: um, uh, yeah. So you have a nuanced view, Jeff. I have a nuanced
1: view too. Why'd you ask
0: me, Bo? Um, we need. To, we're wrapping they this never up. Do. They we're never landing do. this.
1: Jeff, are you are you in the plane? Are you on our plane? I think Jeff might
2: have jumped out. Yeah. And just, yeah. and just for the record. There's that part yeah. where okay. Tom Cruise is yeah. on the outside of the plane holding on at the beginning of one of the Mission Impossibles. I know it Scott. Like, Scott, would
1: you open the door? Heck no. Open the door. Heck no. no. <laughs> open the door,
2: Scott. Okay, oh. come in, Tom. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff, well, go ahead. Okay, I apologize. Ultimately, I think you, you said it best, Dave, that you're serving others. Like when it comes down to it, you want to serve your wife I and your family. Think
3: about others b- before myself. Right. Love,
2: loving, yeah, right. And thank you for defining love, Scott. Any comments? <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry. If folks uh, could kill. <laughs> Ow, Scott, that hurts. Man,
1: if I had a stone. <laughs> oh, yes. and you could bound me and stone me to death. the stone IPA is what I'm talking about. Uh, okay,
2: no, <laughs> I I think when I hear um, people talking about life and their marriages and fellowship, it ultimately comes down to serving others, thinking about others before themselves. Like, how can I help you out, or how can you know when I walk in the door? How can I help my wife with the kids and. All of this ultimately is a loving others, thinking about others and and loving and strengthening your 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 marriage and and as you said, Laying shooting down lives sh- yeah, yeah yeah, shooting arrows out into the future you know for your kids to just to live this great life that we've been left with and i I just I hear all of the i hear the bible conversation and and i think what how does this how does this grab people um because people are going through real challenges in life and so ultimately your story is man i it's it's still going. Yeah, I don't want you to think I personify
3: those ideals,
2: right? But the, <laughs> I, I, the, I
3: see those as being uh,
2: the goal, right? The old—I mean, the struggle that people who are listening, the struggles that they're going through, and the challenges that they're going through. Yes, when we read the Bible and we we read of um, the stories of Jesus, how he treated people and and how others learn to follow and treat uh people is something that's been passed on to us.
3: You know, once they became a follower of Christ and had the Holy Spirit, um what did that look like? How did they live life together? And I don't think it's I don't think it's really what we see around us today. I think it looks a lot different. Um I I see a lot of people still living their lives for themselves but calling themselves Christians because they're forgiven and they get a ticket to heaven. And I think what Christianity is, has been perverted. And that's what I'm trying to work past and through in in how I in the traditional understanding of how I read the Bible. Instead of seeing you know, I said a prayer when I was a teenager and accepted Christ in my heart. Now I'm going to heaven and I'm forgiven for every, all the crap I do and how I treat others and how I still live, you know, selfishly. I think it's different.
2: Um, it's not about me. Do you get, do you, do you trip and get into battles with your wife, arguments with your wife? Oh yeah.
3: I would say she, she would be like, well, you know, this this is news to me about, you know, this, I, like I said, I don't personify this ideal. I just see it as the ideal and I, and I want to strive to reach that.
2: Right, and I think in reality, people are going through all kinds of challenges and struggles, especially in marriage. I mean it's just a battle it feels like the battle of World War three
3: yeah, well most cha- most struggles and challenges are because people are concerned about themselves right. and I think it's like, yeah. oh, this is affecting me in this way well they're, they're again they're looking at themselves, and the, the less they looked at themselves, the, the less they're going to see that they're going through troubles, and the more they're going to be concerned about other people's troubles and other people's struggles. <laughs> And so I think even being concerned about yourself and what's going on is, is still missing the point. Right.
2: You refine yourself in with your family or with your wife and you're in conversation and you, you have this uh, moment where you like, why, why would I do that? Are you projecting? Um, why would I do? No, Jeff, where are you going with this? Why would I do that? Because she didn't even do this. All the time. Every day? Yeah. Well, (laughs) what happens, I find myself
3: trying to defend myself. And that goes back to feeling like there was some kind of injustice and and how dare that happen. Well, that's all. That's pride. That's being concerned about what happened to me. Instead of focusing on, well, why did she feel this way? Why is she angry? Why Why am I not focusing first on her instead of myself? And I think if I can talk to any married couple... Any fight you have is because of pride. You're concerned about defending yourself against some injustice or being right. How do you neutralize that? I mean, how do you neutralize? Be more like Zach and say, you know, just don't care about the wrong that's been done to you and care about the other person. Yeah, rebuke Satan from your life, right,
1: Dave? No. (laughs) No.
2: <laughs> can, can we end the podcast right I, there?
0: Yeah, just be more like Zach.
3: Yeah, <laughs> no, um, don't pump his Christ. Up like Christ was had tremendous injustices, and how did he respond to those? He cracked a whip, he didn't respond to those. In fact, he asked the Father to forgive them because he loved them more than himself, and so he died to himself for others. He told me come back in judgment. So, any, any <laughs>
1: no, separate that, the sheep he, from the goats? Is
2: like two rappers? Dave's singing, and <laughs> scott has got the background hard he, he judged
1: awesome. those. Judge chairs from the wheats, yo, boom.
2: So, uh,
3: back to Revelation chapter 20 uh, John saw the souls of those that were martyred for the name of uh, for Jesus' sake, and they wanted judgment on those that did that, and that's what happened he it wasn't um he wasn't judging people that just hurt him he judged people that hurt his followers um yeah if you feed me you feed them yeah or if you feed them you feed me yeah so so Jesus obviously always goes back to Jesus, how he was an example for us and yeah. he he no place to lay his he head, doesn't have a spit house. On, Sell it, Zach. Beat Sell the house. And whatnot. And if anybody had a right to feel like they were they had a great injustice, it was him. He didn't do no wrong, yet he was murdered. He was put to death for things he didn't do. And he didn't say Boof.
2: Look back on the day. You just spank them one time.